Hi, and welcome to the Rad Parenting Podcast, uh, sponsored by Full Circle Family Counseling. My name is Holly. I'm your moderator. And with me, we have Tracy Turner, licensed clinical mental health counselor in uh, based out of North Carolina. And today we are talking about bullying and depression. October is uh, Bullying Prevention Month, and uh, it is Depression and Mental Health Screening Awareness Month. And so we really wanted to bring that topic to light. And Tracy, I wanted you to really dive into, uh, because I know you see bullying a lot and I wanted you to talk about, uh, maybe for the parents, the, um, the cross between bullying depression and, and how that kind of shows up in what you're seeing with the children that you work with. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So I, I feel like kids who are struggling with developmental complex trauma or any attachment issues or any child and necessarily it's like, why are they bullying? Like, what, what is the, I think when a child's feeling good about who they are and they're feeling connected and they feel like they've got a good support system at home, bullying is not, is not necessarily needed. And bullying, you know, it's, and teasing might happen, right? Te- being able to tease someone, but the bullying piece of it. So, so we got teasing and moving into bullying and thinking about bullying. Why do kids bully? And my sense from what my experience of with the kids I'm working with is that there's a, there's a lack of, a positive self-concept, right? They're mm-hmm. feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I need to constantly be defensive and prove to myself and to prove to others that somehow I have a right to be here. And therefore, and then they don't know how to connect. They're mm-hmm. really like, there's a level of disconnect that's happening for them. They don't know how to really reach out. So the reaching out pattern is kind of non-existent or very fragile to be able to reach out and say, hey, I want to connect with you. Hey, I want to, I want to interact with you hey, I think I'm good enough that, of course, you would want to play with me. And so there's a level of defensiveness that they already have that hypervigilance of, I need to make sure that I'm okay constantly. Right. And therefore my reaching out from that disconnect place is, you know, is, is bullying. And Got it. so, and so I see the kids kind of like, so there's the bullying and they're going to pick on someone that reminds them of what they don't like about themselves, right? The weaker one, the one that, or sometimes the one that they're jealous of, depending Mm -hmm. on, you know, so there can be go either way. Um, And I think it's interesting that October is talking about bullying and screening for depression, because I think they're interconnected. How do you You think they're interconnected? I'd love to hear about that. That's a really good question. Um, I think that someone who's bullying or picking on, you know, I think about, think about adults, you know, we don't necessarily bully per se, Right. I think some, some adults do, but in general, sure. it gets masked more as sarcasm. Mm-hmm. We can be sarcastic to our partners or to our friends. And typically it's going to be our, our spouse or partner that we're sarcastic towards. Um, and I kind of go, I wonder what that's about. It's like a, it's like a, it's an underlying passive aggressive way of saying, mm, I don't feel really good in my relationship with you. I don't feel good about who I am. So I'm going to kind of be on the defensive so that if you reject me, I already, of course you would, because I'm being sarcastic or I'm bullying you. Um, and so I think when we, when we take that concept away or those, those behaviors away and we look deeper underside, inside to what's happening for that person, I think there's a level of depression. I think Got there's it. a level of, I don't feel good about who I am. I don't feel connected. I feel disconnected. And if we sit with that, then we're going to get depressed. Yeah. So I think the defensiveness to depression can be sarcasm, passive aggressive behavior, bullying, and it all depends on, you know, age and personality. 
qualities. Um, so then how do we handle it? Right. As a right. therapist, it's kind of like we can, I think it's important to address the bullying behavior, right? Mm-hmm. It's like holding a child accountable to that bullying behavior. We, bullying is not acceptable, but we have to go deeper than that. I think we need to go into having the empathy of like, wow, there must be a part of you that's feeling really bad about who you are or your inability to connect with this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so in there, you know, that's kind of in it in a nutshell, right? There's lots of longer ways of doing this and, and, and processing, but I think in, in a nutshell, that's sort of to really address the bullying, there needs to be a level of, I see the bullying. I'm going to hold you accountable to that, but we're going to really delve into, huh? Tell us interesting. There's a part of you that's letting me know that you're not feeling real good about what's happening for you right now. Tell sure. me more about what's going on with that. And then we're hitting the depression, right? Now we're moving into qualities of depression or what we would label as depression, right. anxiety, um, grief, you know, that all gets covered up with that anger and hypervigilance of defensiveness that looks like bullying and is mm-hmm. bullying, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gets dressed up as bullying. So, are there certain signs that if a parent is not yet aware that there's for sure bullying happening, are there some signs that you have seen that um, kind of in hindsight uh, could have maybe indicated there was a problem that, that maybe to give parents some, uh, some foundation of what to look for if there's bullying going on? Oh, I'll have to cut that out. Are there signs that you happen to notice um, that maybe give parents some insight that there may be some bullying going on? Yeah, that's a really good question. Cause I just had a kid where the parents are like, you know, it took me by surprise too. It's like, huh, seems to be doing really well. Um, so sometimes doing really well, like, you know, like their kids, you know, things at school are going well, they're making friends. And if this is a new uh, board for them to be on a little bit, we need to kind of, I think as parents and therapists, we need to make sure that the boundaries and the structure of their daily life is really contained so that they don't feel like this is more than I can handle, mm. right? This, I don't know how to handle all this good stuff happening at one time. So there's that side of the coin. So there's mainly kind of, and I think the important piece that we've talked about in the past is, you know, you're doing really well, or you're doing really poorly. The boundaries need to be clear, right? Mm. And never move. You know, I expect you to be, you know, a family kid. I expect you to be able to do things fast and snappy. I, there's no negotiating. There's a level of, because we're giving the child the, and the parents the, the, the constant safety line of connection of I'm here to support you. You're here to ask me for help. That's, That's great. always a given, no matter how well or how poorly you're doing. Um, and I think it's good to check in with your kid's phone, like, you know, privacy is one thing. Secrecy is not acceptable. So, you know, right. we've talked about this before too. The importance of being able to continuously check, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm your parent. I care about you. I want to make sure things are going well. Let's take a look at your phone. Let's look at your history. Let's look at your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go through your backpack. Let's go through your room, um, you know, and it can be done with clarity, firmness, matter of factness. And like, I'm not looking to think, I think there's something wrong going on. I'm looking to make sure that we're maintaining, right? right. So going to the dentist, I'm looking to make sure that, you know, that there are no cavities, right? Right. right? It's not like where I'm going in to make sure that, you know, to go ahead and, you know, 
say you do have cavities type of thing. Sure. So uh, I think it's just the energy and the interaction. And as we develop and continue to strengthen that connection with our kids and ourselves, um, we decrease the, the likelihood of depression and bullying overriding everything else. That makes sense. What about the, the other side of the coin, um, a, a kid who's being bullied? Yeah. That's do, you, do you see that as well with, uh, you know, the, the flip yeah, side of the coin? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a whole nother topic for another story, right? Yeah. And that, yeah. that is, that is where a child who's same, same issues, they're just, you know, disc, the disconnection, I don't feel good enough about myself or, or they might be feeling really just fine. And they might just be, you know, have, you know, fallen victim to someone who's not feeling good about themselves and like, oh, I don't like that you have, you know, uh-huh. curly hair. Or I don't like the fact that you got an A in your test or, or maybe you're smaller than I am and I can pick on you. So it doesn't right. necessarily mean the child who's being bullied is necessarily struggling with anything. Um, but they're struggling with something that they can't, if they can't communicate with their teachers or their parents about, hey, I'm being bullied. Right. Uh, right? And to how do we help our kids know no matter who, wh- who or what happens, or what you think that you shouldn't shouldn't say, right? Oh, don't tell, you know, that you can't talk about it. That we need to, that we need to be checking into. Hey, tell me what's happening at school, you know, um, so that kids who are, who are being bullied have that support system of feeling okay about saying, hey, I'm 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 being bullied at school. Yeah, I I think that you know that brings up an important uh, thing as a parent to. Uh, to constantly ask and it's okay to constantly ask and you know and and uh, often we know before we even know uh, that something's going on we just know that something is a little off and so uh, you know I think one of the the things is for parents to continually be curious and and you know and and there's nothing wrong with being curious so so yeah well these are good if somebody um if a parent suspects that their child is bullying or is being bullied, um, first step, call, call the teacher, call the administrator at school. Yes. What, what do you think? I think that the first thing is to check in with the schools mm-hmm. and their teachers. And, you know, the teachers will say, hey, how are things, how, what are you observing? Mm-hmm. But I also think the most when they sit down with your child and kind of go, hey, there's a part of, you know, I'm noticing there's a part of you that is kind of be struggling here a little bit. And I think, and we'll talk about this in, in another podcast about the parts language, right? Being mm-hmm. able to kind of say, it's not all of the child. It's just a, hey, I notice that a part of you is, is struggling here yeah. um, and, or doing well, right? I you notice a part of you is doing really well. And um, so I think it's that, that communication and talking and may also say, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable, but before I, I give you a consequence, you know, so the thing about this natural logical consequence is not necessarily a punishment, but let's have a discussion on, you know, like you, that, that something's going on here. And, um, and as a parent, we, you know, and there's something else to talk about another time too, is always sort of as, assuming the worst, right. Mm. So that you're prepared so that you can be supportive without being taken by surprise or having anger take over. Right. It's okay. I'm going to, um, and, that's a discussion for another time. So that's a very sure. kind of, like, you know, hold on to that and, 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 and uh, you know, don't bite on that one too much there, but yeah. it, I think it is because it's hard to assume the worst. And what is exactly does that mean per se? Right. right? It's right. Um, it's giving space for, for to, that, that your child's really struggling or really, or really behaving in a way that that's unacceptable. And you're still going to be there as a parent. 
Great. Um, yeah. So great insights, I think, for people yeah. to take forward, you know, during you know, this month and, and all months, you know, this month is, it just happens to be uh, a month as we're getting ready to go into the holidays, uh, emotions start to, to ride a little higher and, and a little more tense. Yeah. And so uh, I think this is the season when things start to, uh, to kick in a little bit more uh, emotionally. And, uh, so, you know, just be on the lookout for, for those signs and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and react accordingly, I think is, is what you're, you're saying, don't, don't take it too far over, but, but make sure that you're being aware and, and managing things as they come along. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. I think this is some really good information for people to take forward regarding bullying and depression. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at rad at fullcirclefamilycounseling.com. And uh, you can always reach us on the website at fullcirclefamilycounseling.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you again. All right. Thank you.